Whoa, daddy. Throw the, throw the spice on the meatballs and drop them in the deep fryer, even though that's not really how you make meatballs. No, it's the... <laughs> This is Eric Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. I'm here with my amigo, Andy. What up? Not a whole lot. What's going on? Jeez, dude. So a lot's been going on. Um, just to preface everything, this is part two um, of two on our God, faith, spirituality um, section that we're doing that we're really stoked on. Yeah. So it'll be a good time. Um what you been up to, Andy? Not a whole lot. Mostly just been chilling out. I got my booster shot for school and all that. So, you know, this is actually the first shot that I've not felt great. Mm. So, all right. You know, Good deal. Swollen lymph nodes are a fun thing. So. Yeah, I know. For sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yesterday I bought a, uh, parking pass for my car so that's pretty cool nice you know gonna be going either friday or saturday and go driving up friday or saturday to go back to school so all right yeah so it'll be it'll be fun yeah that's that's awesome man yeah having a car on like campus makes everything a whole lot easier i'll tell you that it's yeah and it'll be nice because i don't have to like bum rides off my friends yeah (laughs) You know, yeah. I'm pretty sure they'd start charging me if it became too much of a problem. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, nothing to do with school, but um, I bought these uh, herbal cigarettes. <laughs> you did? Yeah. What are, what are they all about? So they're um, so it's hemp. And it's basically a, um, it's like to help people quit smoking. And I didn't buy them for that. I was just curious what they were like. And right. they're pretty cool. Like they're nice. not, they don't do anything to you, but it's nice to have something to sit out on the back porch and puff on for a few minutes. So. Sure is. Sure is. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, cool deal. Yeah. Little, little life update on me. Um, I, you know, first week of classes got back. If I don't know, we recorded last Friday and it's been over a week now and it still feels like it feels like a lot longer than a week. But at the same time, the week went by pretty quick. Um, I got a mishmash of feelings. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, my classes this semester, they're, I mean, I like the professors, I like the student body, it's pretty good. It's a funny thing, like the further along you get in your major, this the more of the same people you start to see, like oh, in, yeah. in the classes and whatever, which is kind of cool. Um, and the professors are pretty good. I went to the wrong lab one day out of the week. Um, so I done goofed, but uh fixed it, we're all good. Um, I went surfing a bit, the coldest I've ever surfed. Um, the first time so i got back on saturday and then sunday i went out um and it was like 72 and sunny it was great and uh, i had a good time shredding there um a couple good big waves and then yesterday dude yesterday i went out and i almost died like i legitimately almost died and what happened was 
Um, so I shouldn't have been out there. First of all, it was pre-storm conditions. We had a massive storm roll through today, like 25 mile an hour winds. It was gnarly. Oh, and so I get to the beach and I'm, so I was, I woke up and I'm like, I, I want adventure today. I want to get stoked today. I want to get barreled today. Um, and I want to buy a new surfboard. So you have like I, two. I have two now. So, cause I bought one yesterday. So I went out to the store. Um, I got this really sick. So this is kind of cool. Um, for those of y'all who may know anything about surfboards, this one, I got a deal on, um, it's brand new. It's, um, 775 bucks for the surfboard. Oh, it's wow. hand shaped in San Diego. And it's like, totally decked out it's a performance board it's like well well known and really good crafters out there i got it for 150 you got it for one i got it for 150 a freaking steal a steal that's pretty nice freaking steal so i head down to the beach i'm stoked on my new board it's a little 510 um performance boards are really sick I get out there and so I suit up and it's 48 degrees outside. The water temp is about 55 to 59. So it's cold, cold, cold. Yeah, it's cold. And so I get in the water and I'm like, oh, this ain't so bad, I guess. And the temperature, if you're moving around, it honestly wasn't so bad. And like this is the coldest I've ever surfed. Um, which well, pretty your cool. body heat. You yeah, know, the body heat and the wetsuit. And the wetsuit really helped. Um, but so I catch like two waves on that board and then i'm like it's kind of small let me switch to my bigger board my 80 um but it was really weird because every like two or three sets there would be this one rogue wave that would be like three times the height of the other two foot waves so like six feet basically and the way that the waves were breaking was kind of like it was it was kind of gnarly like in a bad way how it just they they like would come super quick and then they would just slam down on you. I mean, the force of these waves is a lot different than, you know, all most of the other waves I've surfed, but, um, and it was, the wind was blowing. It was, I should, there weren't like the good waves that would have been good waves were kind of blown out. But anyway, I'm on my board, I'm going and I, you know, get off this one, I kind of ride this one wave. I turn around and all of a sudden there's this monster wave that's just like over my head. And I grab my board. I try to like get, I'm like, all right, I got to get over this wave because I can't duck dive with my eight at log. It's too light. Or I mean, too, uh, too much volume. It floats too well. So I like, I'm holding it over my head and the force of this wave was just kind of, out of this world and it knocked the board out of my hand first of all and then i and then it hit me and i'm standing up and so it like smacked me down and like my head hit the sandbar and like i was getting rolled around in this wave thrown around yeah thrown around like dude when i got up i was winded i was nauseous and i felt like i'd been like concussed or something and i i just I just remember thinking, like, I got to get out of here. Like, I genuinely thought that I was a goner when that wave hit me and I hit hit the sandbar. And, like, then I get out and I sit on the beach for, like, 35 minutes and I just look at the ocean and think, 
you know, that was really stupid, you know, like just be there. I live and learn. I live and learn. Yeah. Um, I was just, I was too, I was too stoked, um, to, to not surf, you know, some gnarly swell. The rip current was kind of insane too. Like I was getting dragged down the beach, like a good ways, like a quarter mile from where I started. So it was, oh, it was yeah. ripping dude. So yeah, it was no bueno. Got out of there. Felt my head still feels a little weird a day after. So we're chilling though. I'm alive. I'm stoked. Can't wait nice. to get back out there in better conditions. So that's my story. <laughs> Deal, man. Shit. So that's that's that. Yeah. But uh yeah, so I got the um I beat my siblings in a basketball shooting contest at Chuck E. Cheese's, so that's my story of the week. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. So yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Dude, so. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is weird. It's, it's a weird place. It's creepy. It's creepy. It's well, like, I mean, okay, so, like, the kids had fun, and, you know, it's like, you yeah. kind of feel like a creep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you you're know, an adult, dude. Yeah, you're an adult, and, you know, and yeah, I remember for the first, like, five minutes, I just sat at the table by myself. My mom was like, oh, I'll just get up and play with them. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I do that. <laughs> and if you go to the back of the you know, I, I guess the back of like the place or whatever, there's this really dark stage and there's these animatronic things. It's like Ooh, a band. That's like Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, it, it, it's exactly what it's like. It's oh, creepy. Because like they jerk around and they like pretend no. to play. It's like, no, no. And I'm like, I've seen, I've seen too many movies and played too many games to know that those things come alive at night. So yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're pretty freaky. Yeah, that's scary, dude. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I have Chuck E. Cheese's food is overpriced as shit. Is it? How good is it? It's not good at all. <laughs> is it like dining hall quality food? It's less than that. Oh, dude, bummer. That sucks. It's like ten dollars for a salad. That's why I didn't eat there. Jeez, that's not okay. Stupid. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like when your mom says we have food at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the more the older i get the more i come to appreciate that yeah definitely because it's like food's expensive it is expensive yeah no doubt like i paid freaking 15 bucks for like a sub and a salad oh, just okay. coming back to school is ridiculous at a gas station too i mean overpriced at a gas station yeah yeah Jeez, that's highway robbery man i know but like i mean even though I've been looking around like gas prices are starting to go down like a little bit, which is there, yeah, encouraging. It's um, it's yeah, I mean, yeah. They're slowly starting to creep back down, but some places it's still like three. Oh, three, up north it's like incredibly yeah. pricey. I don't know. Oh yeah, like up in Fairfax, it was like yeah. 350 the last time I was up there. Like South Carolina is pretty cheap overall especially to live in and like just everything gas is like anywhere from t- like 280 something to like 315 about there's that's the range i know cheaper than like <coughs> fairfax for sure oh yeah but well, everything's cheaper than fairfax yeah sure. you know yeah crazy weather today though like the freaking it just it poured rain dude here oh, all day yeah. Oh, yeah, we had a ice storm. Well, it was more like 
icy rain that came on through and wow. woke up this morning to a sheet of ice on the front windshield of my car and I'll tell you what, I get paranoid about that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. with snow, it packs on, but you can brush it off and it's not going to damage your windshield. Yeah. But with ice, with the ice freezing it over and taking a hold on it, it makes the glass more prone to break. And I'm True. really freaked out that like some neighbor kid's going to like yeah. send a baseball through my front windshield. And, and plus, you've got like a little crack in your windshield, too. So that's, I mean, but that's been there for I know it's been there, but like even still, if you're scraping and it like hits it right, goodbye. Windshield. Yeah, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> you know. Yeah, definitely. Gotta play it by a year every two years in my case. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. When I got my car that replaced the windshield, I didn't even notice it had like a huge crack on like the bottom right corner. But yeah, <laughs> I didn't know, but. Yeah. Well, I got mine from a dealership that was going out of business, so yeah. I don't really, really in the position to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I was already taking advantage of their mm-hmm. extremely discounted cars, so you know, dude. Yeah, I mean, cheapest price wins always. Exactly for the most part, but yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's. Uh, I know we're gonna have some interesting conversation. Let's yeah, let's, I mean, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So God and faith and all that good stuff. I didn't listen back to the episode before, which I should probably do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I the points that we made, it was we talked about denominations and how we view heaven and hell and all that. So and what we believe Jesus to be. And so. So what do you think with outside of christianity because that was the main focus of our last episode and and granted we're not going to be focusing on a religion but mostly just giving our thoughts about other forms of religion not just christianity what do you think about religions that have multiple gods so polytheistic religion yeah polytheistic um i don't know so that that strikes me as a very um very primitive way of thinking and because if you think about it like the only time when that was really applicable was before people understood things before people understood you know science and physics and all this stuff which even which makes the case even further for a god because when these people were able to explain things when we were able to explain things we were like, you know, okay, there's not an ocean God. There's not a love God. There's not a fire God, but there's still things we can't explain. And there's still an, an incredible so, importance of religion. And so with the polytheistic gods that being disproven, how is that disproven as, you know, if you go to the other half of it where you have a God? I mean, I don't believe in the multiple god system like i think to me it's it makes for a good story like it's 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 really entertaining like the Mm -hmm. greek you know roman gods they're really really neat but what makes you but like what gives a what gives more definitive proof to just one god instead of multiple like you have a facet for all aspects of nature and life um, that's a good question. I think 
you know, like, I don't know anything about like I don't right. I'm not a theologian, but yeah, um, I, I think that when people um this is interesting, they they made a switch a long time ago. Yeah, and they're like, okay, so there's one God, right? There's one God. Um, and he kind of oversees everything because they figured things out scientifically, like, oh, you know, this is how the ocean works, or oh, like we've explored, you know, this, this, and this, and you know, gravity, whatever. It's not, and because you know, all throughout time, people explain things through stories, and people explain things through mythology, yeah. and that's how we made sense of the world around us because we didn't know we didn't have explanations for things. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, and, and this is proven too, like, you know, back in the day, good old caveman days, when we were just crawling up out of Africa, expanding our reach. We kind of along the way thought to ourselves, right. You know, we're learning more about this earth we live on. We're learning more about this and that it, I don't quite know, but there was a point when people started to um, view things more monotheistically than than elsewise. Oh yeah, and well, it was. What do you What do you think about all that? Well, I think when you think of the term, you know, like it. That's the thing. They abandoned, not abandoned. Well, I guess they kind of got rid of the mon, uh, or not the monotheistic, the polytheistic, polytheistic system not across the world but like what we stereotypically think like with like greek gods and stuff. like greek gods you have norse gods and all that by the time that you know jesus was born a lot of those systems had kind of gone away yeah but when you think about it when jesus was born is toward the end of the bible it's toward the end it's toward, which yeah means right. that you know, because Noah and all that, like knowing the ark, whatever, like got the one one God was around before that. Yeah. Like long before that. He was just the son of God. Um yeah. there's so many arguments for, you know, for God and for you know religion and whatnot that it kind of doesn't make sense to not believe it. And people who, you know, the problem with atheism is that they overlook a bunch of, they, they overlook a bunch of things. And I was listening to a couple podcasts on that. Um, and there, there's a couple, there's just, there's things that they over that they overlook. Um, and if you, if you view the Bible um, in a very literal way, yeah, that's not the point because it contradicts itself constantly. Yeah, but you, that's but the, you, that's not the point. It's up to interpretation. It's not, you know, that yeah, humans were just kind of on Earth. Like that's not how it worked. You know, no, clearly like evolution. evolution and yeah, and the creation of the universe and the importance of God and all that is that it fills in the gaps between the science that we have. And, the, and unexplainable. the unexplainable, like consciousness, for instance, we could do a whole episode on just consciousness. That'd get pretty trippy. I mean, if you're down next episode, we can talk about consciousness and get trippy. Maybe not next episode because this God talk is 
busting my brains out and i need to just yeah, kind of have some mindless chatter for the next for one, sure but, for sure We're know, in, the, in the future we'll do it I we'll mean, do it yeah definitely. I, I have interest in doing that yeah um, i mean because that's a whole nother concept that we don't know anything about yeah or but that's my argument really for god and i think to close to kind of close your thought process um like polytheistic and whatnot as people learn more and as people expand their minds yeah. And, you know, different cultures get together, like the North folk might have got together with the Romans um, and be like, and the Greeks and be like, oh, shit, we have the same kind of ideas. Maybe there's one power controlling all this, you know, very non-scientific way, but very, yeah, very we got. but, you know, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's a way to look at it um, with. OK. So moving away from the polytheistic systems, um, with uh, like Hinduism and Buddhism, which they're not the same things. Um, how uh, with those kinds of religions, those are seen more so as lifestyles than anything else mm -hmm. and what do you think about with religion being more of a lifestyle than worship and servitude um i think well so so for some people it is a lifestyle like that's just how they like, um, I know, for instance, people who go to church multiple times a week, people are extremely devout people. Yeah, I mean, those are the people who make it a lifestyle. I think with, well, really with any monotheistic religion that, you know, it's in my point of view, and I think a healthy way to view it um, is that it's in, it's up to your interpretation, yeah. what it all means and how to best go about living a life of righteousness um, or a life of, you know, being devout to either the values or the beliefs um, or the lifestyle, because people make it a lifestyle. There's a big culture around that. Like people go to church multiple times a week. People, you know, everything they do is for their one God, whether mm -hmm. it's Hinduism, whether it's Christianity, Judaism, whatever, they all kind of have their extremes but i think for most people in that case um I, well so what, what you were saying is that you were asking you know if we like like um what, what what exactly was your question well what do you think about i mean my original question was how do you view it like with like take hinduism for example which like is it more lifestyle or is it more religion yeah more like right, what do you right. think about well no no, no it's not on hint like because i don't think we're qualified to give our opinions on hinduism. no we're not you know no like um no, no, right. no i'm not going to that territory but with do you think seeing religion or seeing a set of beliefs that people many many years ago put out into the world and people follow do you think it would be more beneficial for it to be more of a lifestyle or for it to be strictly servitude and having a belief system 
Um, I think. Like, do you think you could do more good in the world if you lived your day to day with your beliefs as a lifestyle, as opposed to just living your life um, with, as opposed to living your life as okay, I go to church on Sundays and that's it. So, and a lot of things, and you do things centered around. So the you, place of you're worship. saying like a life, a life centered around a religion. Versus a life not centered around religion, but with the same beliefs. Yeah, that's okay. That's, yeah, yeah. So I understand. So um, you don't have to, and this is the general consensus between. Uh, so from our perspectives, again, Christian, you know, folk, what we know best. Um, but I know that, and I'll get to this in a minute. How Muslims go about this very differently, but you don't have. In Christianity, you do not have to go to church every Sunday. You do not have to, you know, if you're Catholic, well, I guess if you're Catholic, it's kind of like extra guilt and you got to do like extra stuff. Yeah. But the um, guilt, so. that is the most guilty hardcore religion you can get. But yeah. in any case, you don't have to go to church every Sunday to be a good Christian. No. You know, you don't have to you make it an enormous part of your life at all and and because and you know i think I, being a good christian constitutes you know one thing and that's accepting jesus christ as your lord and savior um accepting him into your heart and into your life that's what it's all about and knowing that he is the true god all right you there oh. All right, we're we're fixed. All Legit. Right. All right. Are you still recording? Yeah, I'm still recording. Okay. We're wrong. Probably wanna cut out the part where Yeah, I'm gonna cut that part out. Yeah, because yeah, you know. <laughs> the lol dude. Yeah, I don't it was trying to connect to my AirPods and like I just had to disable the Bluetooth or whatever. Oh, so I'll I'll mesh these two sashes together and we'll be chilling. Damn AirPods. Man, they suck, dude. Exactly. Anyway, continuing. So, man, I kind of lost my train of thought. So, you were saying something about with Catholics oh, being guilty right, and right, Muslims right, doing things right. differently. So, so okay. So, what I was getting at was, to be a good Christian, you do not have to go to church every Sunday. You know, and that's kind of the general consensus. Although some people who are extremely, and and again, the Bible is completely up to your interpretation and it's up to you what you take away from it and how you choose to imply it in your life. Now, the one core value that you must do or must accept to be a a good Christian is to accept Jesus Christ into your heart and truly, truly believe that he is your Lord and Savior and that he died on the cross for your sins um, you know, and to accept him as the Lord. And that's really what Christianity is all about. You don't have to read the Bible. You don't have to go to church every Sunday. Hell, you don't have to ever go to church, but that's what being a good Christian is all about. And that's what Christianity is all about. People distort it in all weird ways. That's a given. That's just what people do best, apparently. And it's the human condition, you know? And besides that, you got super church, you know, weirdos doing all weird things. Yep. And it ain't good. Cults. Yeah, you got, cults. 
it's not good for religion to have these crazy people in charge of it. And yeah, we got to all dress the same and mm-hmm. have sex with the leader. So, you know. yeah. And, and that's really a major problem in the church and in any religion, really any yeah. organized religion is that. And that's why people don't like organized religion because of those things. But if you think about it, you know, you can still be a good Christian and you can have a spiritual life you know, with God, um, not even including the church at all. And that's just a fact. And that's awesome. So it's freeing to some people. Now, what I was fixing to say about the Muslims is to them, you know, to be a good Muslim is very different from being a good Christian. Being a good Muslim implies that you pray to um, Allah. I believe it's five times a day. But if you are, if you are a devout Muslim. I do not know a whole lot about other religions. I'm not a theologian, but I know that you you pray towards the um towards so Mecca is in Saudi Arabia and yeah. it is the um kind of the, the the like core place of um uh of Islam of Islam. Of and you pray in that direction five times a day. Um, in fact, I, I even saw a guy here on campus um, this past week doing that, and I thought it was really cool. He was like, he had his mat out, and he was, you know, dressed up, and he was doing it, and I thought it was really cool. Um, I, I love personally to see, you know, other people and their cultures and to learn and explore. And practicing and, it, too, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I think it's cool. And, yeah, it's really yeah, it's neat. Cool. So... That's my that's my thought process on that. I don't know what, what do you think about all that. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's interesting. I think me being forgetful, I'd forget to pray five times a day, and probably only <laughs> do it like three times a week. But you know, um, you know, sorry, Allah. Um, <laughs> you know, but that's that's cool, and I like that. There's kind of a. Um, there's a ritual that goes into it and mm-hmm. i can see that being like a peace of mind for someone something to look forward to mm-hmm. you know like when you wake up in the morning you lay your mat out and you pray in the direction of mecca like that's that's cool because it's you know it's different but it's like different in a really neat way you, yeah like it's it's an interesting way to go about honoring your god and whatnot yeah no, it definitely is. I think um, people they people always look for answers and they find and comfort and they find a lot of that in God and in these de- these um, monotheistic deities. Now, to lead a f- truly fulfilling life, I personally believe that having a spiritual life you know, well, part of your life is, you know, important. And I I genuinely think that it, it brings you a lot of peace and it brings you a lot of, you know, just a lot more fullness in your life. I feel, I mean, how do you feel about that? Like, how Uh, do you view, how does religion fit into your life? How do I integrate religion into my life? Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Um, well, I mean, you've, last episode you know you heard how i view things like i don't really follow christianity the traditional view of god um 
it truth be told it doesn't play a big part in my day-to-day i mean appreciate your honesty yeah i mean it's not you know it's not like i go into it like oh i'm not gonna you know have this be a part of my lifestyle and whatnot it's just it it's just not really part of it like i'll you know i'm thankful for waking up in the morning because you know i drink three sodas a day and somehow my <laughs> arteries not that yet but you know it's like it um yeah i mean truth be told like i don't i don't have bible readings i don't pray i don't you know i don't even really say grace at dinner you know i it's just it's not with the way i believe things you the way that I interpret things, I don't really see a need for it to be in my day to day. And that's just, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what, I, yeah, that's the way I live by, you know. And I'm not saying like, you know, you're good or bad, you're better off or you're worse off for, you know, having it in your day to day. That's just how I live my life. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, do you? Um, it's important yeah. to, it's important to see, you know, how it does or if it does. Yeah, and I mean, it's, now don't get me wrong. If I'm get pulled over by a cop, you're gonna see me <laughs> well being like, "Oh, please, dear God, get me out of this." But yeah, you know, yeah. Most of the times, he doesn't answer, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a lesson in not putting your pedal to the floor. But you know, yeah. I mean, there you go. I think uh, I think God works in mysterious ways, and when you do get pulled over by a cop for speeding, I kind of feel like he's checking you a little bit. You know, yeah. the, the man upstairs is being like, hey, bud, pay attention. Like, chill out. Um, I kind of feel like God does things that are good for you. Not necessarily yeah. that you and would want or need, but things that are good need. for you. And so, you know, this kind of brings up another question that mm-hmm. I just thought of. But what do you think about the idea of sinning? Sinning. And how... You know, do Expand. you think God takes that into con- actually takes that into consideration, or do you think that's a construct here's the thing. up by the Bible and the different denominations that I do have an answer? So here's how, and this is my understanding, and a lot of people's understanding of God and of sinning. So, and this is the main part of Christianity, which is that Jesus died on the cross for everybody's sins. For- he didn't have to suffer that way. He was offered multiple ways out. He was sitting there the night before he was crucified thinking like, God, is there a way out of this? You know, what can I do? And God was like, you know, dude, you can either not die for people's sins and, you know, you can be, you can be free from the suffering, but if you suffer, for the greater good of humanity, then everybody else's sins will be forgiven through your suffering. And therefore it's suffering with a purpose. And this is, I mean, suffering with a purpose versus suffering without a purpose are two very different things. And that's, that's a whole different philosophy I could get into, but in reality, he died on the cross for his sins. Mm. That's a given. So through that, any sin that you or I commit, which, and here's the thing, we are born imperfect. We are born flawed. We're human. 
you know, we're that's just who we yeah. are. We're not robots. We do. We mess up a lot. It's the human condition and God made us. And God knows that God knows that we're imperfect beings, you know? And he's like, dude, I get it. It's all chill because, you know, Jesus died on the cross for your sins so that you don't have to suffer for them. As long as you accept Jesus into your heart as your Lord and savior, you know, as long as you do that, you will be saved from yeah. your sinning life. That is what it means. That is what it is to be Christian. The most basic form of it. That's what it is. It's, and as yeah. long as you truly believe that you're going to go to heaven, dude, yeah. you can get whatever the hell you want. 72 verse. I don't care, dude, do whatever you want, dude. It's heaven. Yeah. It's heaven, bro. It's heaven. So, I mean, and, and eternal life is super legit. Um, you know, up there roaming around with all the dead people. I think it's awesome. But I mean, that's just what I think about it. So what do you think about sin and religion and how it all ties in? So I think with, and this is one of the problems that I have with um, denominate with some denominations is that I feel like what we can conceptualize as a sin, I feel like can limit you from being happy. Now, I have the belief that, you know, we talked about this last episode was good karma and bad karma. And that mm. that is a real. Very, real, very, very scary, real thing. Can't explain it. Yeah, can't explain it. Um, but I think sin as a whole isn't exactly something that i wholeheartedly believe in i believe that there are good people and bad people but i feel like you know with some people believe like if you well the sin well going back into like you know stereotypically saying like sex before marriage or if you smoke and drink or if you you know like those things I don't think constitute you being a bad person. Those are things that you are choosing for yourself. And those you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have your choices. Those kinds of choices be dictated by God or by the church or the church or whatever authority figures are within your denomination. So you think that morality, and this is a bigger question. um, Morality morality is, do you believe that there is, so first of all, do you believe that we live in a moral world or an amoral world? And how would you behave accordingly? So I think we do believe in a morals-based world. I think that's not always the case. I think... Well, people are amoral sometimes. Well, what but does do you that think... mean? What does that mean? Okay, okay. So, and this is something I think about. Morality in itself. Uh, I mean, this could be a whole episode in itself, but I'll just, you know, talk down a little bit. Morality is kind of up to interpretation person to person but i do feel like inside of us we have kind of a set of morals that we can't under we can't understand it it's part of our primitive nature and we kind of if you if you told a baby right if you if you were like do you kill this dude or do you not you know most likely the baby would be like don't kill him dude you know and most people are rational people and they say don't kill them and that 
kind of proves that we live in a moral universe. I like to at least act like we do because, you know, I don't want to have a bunch of bad karma built up and then all of a sudden, you know, come all crashing down. Yeah. So there's a fear. Yeah. And I think with the sense of morality, I think that can get very muddled very quickly when you add different things to it, like take, you know, if you you were to take the life of another person. Okay. Like, you know, is this good or bad? Without any context, yeah, of course it would be bad. Mm-hmm. You know, murder is not a good thing. It's but payback and karma. But payback and karma, yeah. So it's like, okay, but then but add oh, in the oh, fact, yeah. But add it, okay. So then, like, add in the fact, okay, should I kill this person or not? The person that I want to take from this earth is an abusive asshole that hits his wife and hits his kids and, you know, steals and lies and all that. And I'm not saying that someone deserves to die because of that, but just for an example, like that's where it becomes sort of this, you know, as the term is morally gray Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, inherently traditionally, this is bad, but is it bad with the context in which I want to do this? Right. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of against killing people. Um, just, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's just some about it that just doesn't sit right. You know, um, I feel like people can be helped and should be helped. Of course, there's a certain amount of mental illness and a certain amount of other things that you can't control. And that's a given. You know? well, and there are certain things that don't deserve salvation well yeah no yeah like, for I sure mean, okay so think but but the people who do stuff like that if we're talking in a religious sense will then go to hell no matter what if you well, take the life of another human hell yeah but i feel like okay if you were to kill a rapist i don't think that would send you to hell. yeah i don't I, i'm not the judge right i don't know but I think somebody who rapes somebody like that's horrible. You know, no, that's, that's awful. That's, that's awful. Like, and it's like the morally, like I feel like morally as humans, we just we see that as as bad. Of course, we see that as bad. So then, do you think it's morally justified that say that guy's sister or father, mother, mother, or husband or wife, then goes and kills that guy? Because, yeah, I mean, and this is where it gets kind of. Yeah, because I'm like, do you, you know, I would almost argue for people to live, to, to suffer with the guilt of their own shortcomings or the, um, the shame, you know, the shame and the guilt and, the, you know, the regret. And, uh, regret, yeah. and 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 of course whatever social backlash like those are the things that are arguably worse than and just off with your head that's quick and easy right yeah so if if somebody lives with that kind of shame and lives with that kind of you know <laughs> i mean they ain't gotta live with the fact that they did that to another human being yeah you know? but what about the people that that won't apply to like the tried oh, yeah. and true psychopaths that okay you right put them in so you can't you can't help those people 
that's and just fact. Like, okay, you know, and you put them in an eight by ten cell, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, and they're fine with that. They don't feel bad about right, what they did. Right. Dude, like, I don't know. It's hard to my... determine who a psychopath really. Well, okay, I don't know. And sometimes well, no, there's it's a hard medical, to know. There is like an official. If you medical can medically term. prove that somebody's a psychopath, they wouldn't carry the weight. Hell, they laugh at their own trial. They'd be like, "Yeah, what up? I did this horrible thing. Yeah, whatever." You know, a- those and... those are amoral people. You know. Yeah. But since we we uh, your normal people are moral, you know, in that case, I I feel like the people who are amoral, I don't I don't know, I I can't give you an answer, you know. Uh, well, um, if I can give my opinion on it, give your opinion, yeah. Well, I think, you know, and this is just how I view things. I sleep better at night knowing that people like that aren't on this earth. And I don't know if that makes me like a bad person or not, but personally, I don't feel, you know, and I've, you I don't, don't feel bad talked. for them. No. Like if I, you know, if I look at a, someone who shot up a school or a rapist or a child molester, or, you know, someone who murders another person in cold blood for no good reason. To me, that person does not, whether or not, they are regretful or they're made to think about their problems. You cannot take those things back. You can't. No, you that's cannot reverse those things. And I don't believe people like that deserve humanity to be treated humanely. I feel like with monsters, because, you know, in if somebody is a true monster, they don't deserve life. They don't. I don't know, true Because a monster, you cannot help. That's true. If it's if it's somebody, I wouldn't be able to understand. You know, the I'm trying to. What I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to get into the mind of the monster. I'm trying to figure out what they're thinking, why they, and why they might do something, and why they might think about. And what 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 I'm just in this moment right now. I'm trying to understand how they think and how they feel i cannot do that because i'm not a psychopath yeah it's to the best of my abilities i think kind of i just can't get into their mindset so as a moral human being i think um that's that's where my beliefs come from is like yeah i I don't know about death though death just seems it does, death just doesn't sit right with me for some reason. I don't, I, and that might be my morality. It might be, you know, my, well, okay. So know. take this example, for instance, and I hope this never happens, but let's say, you know, a family, one of your family members is just out and about at the supermarket buying groceries and then some deranged crazy person comes in with a gun and sh- kills everyone in the store do you think then that person deserves just the same humanity oh no i think they deserve justice for what they did i think i would honestly think that life in prison would not they don't deserve humanity no i don't think that they deserve a prison cell that that would be far too kind yeah exactly i feel like they they just in that case I, I think capital punishment is probably the route. Yeah, because, and then, okay, and add on another factor to it. Mm-hmm. 
you're at the trial and you know your entire family's sitting there and you have to face this guy and the judge asks are you sorry and he just turns and smiles at you i would i would want to fucking kill that guy yeah exactly i yeah. would want to fucking like, kill that guy that's that's this is where my you know yeah i, I haven't thought I've about never, that yeah i yeah, just exactly. haven't thought like, about it yeah you know point you know mm-hmm. put yourself in the shoes of you know the family of the victim like whether it be murder rape torture whatever yeah you know that you can understand like yeah yeah no no that that mindset i feel like as individual people is very easy to understand it's like okay this just got personal i want to see this Mm -hmm. guy yeah if something like that like the because i've never thought of that ever before but now that you bring it up and now that i think about it it's like yeah, if I was at the trial and that guy just smiled after yeah. the judge said, "Are oh, you sorry?" I'd be. I don't want to fucking kill that guy. Yeah, or no like, doubt. Laughs yeah. Like you, you know, your little brother's dead because of this guy, and he just laughs at you. I would. Like, I would want to personally strangle him to death. Yeah, exactly. Point, you know. And, yeah. You know, it's like, and I'm not so. Like, in my own interpretation of morality, like there are crimes that cannot be forgiven. Like, truth, I believe like, that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like with mass murder mm-hmm. you know i feel like i'm saying this too much but like mass murder rape murder i agree with you on all that like it's yeah like those you cannot forgive those you cannot nope. you now, cannot now okay so take someone who you know holds up a liquor store takes all the money out of the cash register and gets caught is that person a bad person yes but with that, I feel like there can be forgiveness. Are they a bad person or they, did they just do something wrong? Or did they do something oh, okay, okay. Like so, stupid? I think it depends on their motive. That's because true. if they're being selfish and they just want to go buy drugs with it, okay, yeah, that makes them a bad person. But if yeah, they're stealing yeah. because they're, they have to feed their family? Different story. Yes, they did something wrong, but that doesn't make them a bad person. Yeah. And you can you can make that better you can make amends with mm-hmm. any whatever fashion whether that be you know an apology or you do time or yeah no that's you yeah play. you know you're not yeah. like you know and i feel like i feel like that's you know with crime and punishment and the social aspects of it and how we view crime I feel like it's an issue with people because we don't really look into the context of it. We just take it at face value. That's true. That's true. I haven't really thought you, you've clearly thought a lot more about this stuff than I have. Um, and you, you bring up some really good valid points. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying like, Oh, my views are right, but this is just what I believe. Like, I think, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, and even in some cases of, you know, murder like is murder a horrendous crime of course it is yeah now i feel like with manslaughter which is a form of murder where you accidentally kill someone is it extremely hard for the family to forgive the person that accidentally kills someone of course it is but there's yeah. always room for forgiveness and because if they did not mean because they didn't kill somebody to- and yeah you know and that's the thing like and i feel like with those individual people that commit those kinds of crimes like of course it's an accident and of course they're going to feel bad you know and with that you can be you can 
those kinds of people, while yes, they should be punished, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be held to the same amount of accountability as somebody who goes out of their way to kill somebody or rape somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's, you know, that's one of those things. It's, I, it's, it's different. You know, it's, it's very different. Yeah. And unfortunately, some people don't really see it that way. True. Um, you do kind of got to think about these things, you know, and, and, and see, because there's different, there's just different stories behind everything that happens exactly you know you don't know everyone's story it's got to be case by case there's no other way there's you cannot make a generalization when talking you can't because every single case is unique and special you know somebody may have you know in a case of somebody getting killed somebody could have shot someone or somebody could have accidentally run them over with a car you know you don't know and so it cannot be one size fits all when it comes to this kind of thing like, I mean, that's, you made me think, you know, I yeah, appreciate I mean, you expanding you know, like, my existence. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, like, again, it goes back to morality and how, you know, the morality of the, you know, the accusers, like, and the people that sentence these kinds of people, like, you know, I feel like people, you know, and, and people do, but, you know, there always needs to be these these sorts of things need to be looked at through a more critical lens i agree i'm not agree. just making generalizations like yeah what do you think about so and this was something that i was talking about with my dad not too long ago and mm-hmm. whatnot but with drug dealers do you think that let's say you have a guy goes out and buys cocaine snorts it all up in ods right is it that person's fault or is it the dealer's fault? It's that person's fault. Because no one put a gun to that mm-hmm. person's head and made them buy it. Yeah, nobody nobody made them buy it. Nobody made them do it. Nobody got them hooked. The dealer was just there and he was like, I can give you what you want, but please yeah. use responsibly. Right. And that's the thing. And or don't use I it at all. Yeah, exactly. And like, and yeah. I can tell you from experience, most dealers are like that. Yeah, I mean, like it's when they the, give when they give you the product, they're like, they assume like, no hey, man, liability. Like, don't be an idiot with this. Like, be safe and have fun with it, but like, mm-hmm. be careful because like, yeah, those guys don't want to see, you know, their clients. <laughs> client, yeah, well, clients, yeah, but like, they don't want to see someone die because of a yeah mistake. Yeah, and you know, and I kind of. You know, and you hear the argument like, oh, but it's the dealer's fault for propriety and that sort of thing. The dealer didn't go out and find you, more than likely. Nope. You went out and found the dealer. Mm-hmm. And I kind of make the argument, and I know this might be stretching it a little bit, but with, you know, like with a car, you know, and you, let's say you accidentally kill someone with a car, you know, it's not you killing yourself, but is it the dealership's? you know nope fault for not their fault for giving you the car yeah they're just trying to for being a dumbass yeah they're just trying to get by and make make a living like you know Mm -hmm. and of course with drug dealers do they have other opportunities to do things but that's a whole another issue but yeah yeah. it's like or that's a whole another conversation but you know it really makes you think like who really is at fault well, I mean, I, I think mean, okay, it's pretty well, clear I mean, the way we, I think the way we view it is it's the it's the 
client's fault mm-hmm. for putting that in their body. And yeah, I mean, it's look at the end of the day, people got to take responsibility for their actions. Exactly. Not people have on other people. And I saw something the other day online that made me, you know, kind of realize who I was. And it's like it, it said I could admire somebody who takes responsibility for their mistakes and you know commits to either fixing it or just commits just somebody who who says like yeah i fucked up you know that's apparent uh, i've always been somebody who does that but apparently a lot of people are don't and a lot of people are you know are smaller than that and are like no i'm gonna blame this this and this if you take responsibility for your own life and for your own actions and for everything there's something great that's going to shift in you. It's something that's going to empower you almost to be not only a better person, but also to get to know yourself better. Because when you make a mistake, it ain't if, but it's when, then you're going to be able to, you know, make amends with that and go throughout life making better choices or doing things differently than you might've before. Because you're like, look, I know you got to be self-critical. And that's huge. A lot exactly. of people are not even self-critical and they're not even self-aware enough to think to be. They're like, be, you know. yeah, they're like, oh, I don't know. This, this, and this caused me to do this or like blah, blah, blah. Not like, oh, I did this. I did sure, this I might have had, Sure, I might have had these circumstances surrounding this one action, but at the end of the day, it was me. You know, it was I you that. that made the decision to go out. And, and I found that that's huge. You know, it I is, thought about yeah. it. and a lot of people don't do it, but if more people did, um, world would be a better place. I think. Yeah. yeah. Morality. Heck Morality. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Whoever's listening to this, have some morality. It's if you don't get empowering, some. dude. Yeah, it's empowering it's to do that to to um to realize yourself as an individual and then to go out of your way to um self-correct or to self-criticize or to because that's that's all in the path of improvement yeah you know it's all in the path of righteousness at the end of the day and it's all in the path of like all right i'm gonna be a dumb i'm a dumbass right gotta accept that first that's the first step that's the first step is realize you're not perfect realize you're dumb realize you're gonna make mistakes yeah that's just i mean that's just what people are and a lot of people, unfortunately, don't realize that they are animals and that they do make mistakes. And that's Y and Z. They that's don't ego under. Yeah. That, I mean, an ego is a huge, you know, benefactor to, oh, nothing like I'm perfect or like nothing yeah. bad can happen to me because or, you know, everybody likes me or whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm this big guy. And it's like this, yeah. Nothing can touch me and I'm perfect. Yeah. But you got to be self-aware and realize, yeah, I ain't perfect and I'm going to mess up. And when I do, I've got to realize, you know, I, I got to take responsibility, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's just simple. I mean, and yeah, I might suck in the moment, but in the end of the day, you're going to be a better person for it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I think everybody's had a time or two and that's coming to play, but. Yep. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, is what it is. So. It is what it is. You can only go forward from those mistakes. So. Absolutely. And you can only be better from them, you know? And I think everybody learns lessons throughout their lives, you know, a lot. I mean, life is full of lessons. You never stop learning. 
Um, yeah. But and if you do, moment, you're yeah. doing something wrong. The moment you realize, or the moment that you start learning, is the moment from your mistakes. Is the moment that you start growing as a person. Yeah. You know, and that's huge. No, oh, it's massive. So I, I, I don't know. I just think that's cool. Yeah, but, it's cool. Like it's it's a really cool concept to carry yeah. with you. And you know, if I mean, if gives me people, peace of mind. Yeah, it gives me peace of mind too. You know, and, and just to just to embrace you know, your imperfections yeah. and to embrace that you're not perfect. It's, it's be happier you know, off for it. So yeah. much happier. And it's empowering. You're like, dude, this is awesome. Like, yeah, I'm going to mess up, but it, it's going to be good because I can learn, yeah. you know, and your and, whole life's not going to be ruined from exactly these little mistakes. Like, and I, you know, and I've suffered, not suffered, but dealt with this sort of thing where, mm-hmm. you know, I overthink things a lot and, me too. You know, and I blow things out of proportion. I'm like, oh, if I don't do this, this, and this, I'm gonna die alone when I'm 60. Like, <laughs> yeah. Know, if, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you just gotta take things in stride and not, mm-hmm. not worry so much. That's the truth. And like I have the same problem. You know, I've done things that are not the best. I've I've been dumb, I've done yeah. dumb things. Yeah. Um, and we've both been there. We, we, we know both, each other. We, yeah. yeah, bro. I yeah, know we, you uh, and you yeah. know me. And yeah, and you know me. Like, yeah. And, uh, you know, but the thing is, shit. like, and you learn, you know, yeah, you learn what to do, what not to do. Maybe, you know, curb back on, you know, something that you were doing. You got to, right, here's some philosophy for you. You got to look yourself in the, in the mirror and be like, what do I know that I'm doing wrong? Yeah. You know, that, what am I doing wrong that I know I'm doing wrong and that I'm allowing myself to do wrong. And then you can look at that and you can really learn from it and really grow from it. But we've both at the end of the day, we've both, and I know you and you know me, we've both been in, you know, shitty situations that we created for ourselves. Yeah. And but prisons. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the prison, honestly, I feel is the, not so much the event, you know, as it happens, but it's the, it's living with it. Yeah. And it's how you deal with it. You know, it's how you, it's how you deal with it that allows you to either grow or to fail. And it might take a long time. Yeah. You know, it might not be a smooth journey, but if you can realize like, Oh, you know, you, you some, some happens and you're like, I should quit doing this to prevent that from happening again. Or, you know, maybe I'm overthinking this or I'm blowing this out of proportion. You know, that's a huge one for me. I always overthink things and I don't know why, but is what it is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you, if you rationalize things, here's huge, huge thing right here. If you rationalize the things in your life that are causing you stress, and you think, all right, let me actually think about this. Let me go through it. Let me figure out, you know, am I acting in the right way towards this or am I not? And what can I do to change this? Yeah. Or I don't know. It's interesting to me. And the journey of self-improvement is never ending. So it's yeah. pretty sick. But I don't know. I'm, I'm stoked on that. But Yeah, I am too, man. I am too. Nice. Yeah. Good deal. Mm-hmm. And it's great to have um, you around. Like when I fuck up, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I, I did this 
this stupid thing or this bad thing. And you're like, it's okay, man. Like, you know, we all make mistakes. We all, we all, we all fuck up, you know, yeah, like, the day. Yeah. And the, and an important factor in life is to have a good support group. Absolutely. People that judge you, but will be proactive in helping you. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I feel like that's a problem that a lot of people have is that they surround themselves with people that are like, they come to them with an issue. And instead of, you know, trying to actively help them and whatnot they're just critiquing them mindlessly. yeah, yeah. they're it's... like oh you failed a test okay you're just stupid while yeah. a good friend would be like oh you failed a test okay what can you do to do better next time mm-hmm. yeah exactly you yeah know? and they make you feel better and you know and they curb yourself out and they make you feel uplifted and you know and it's like you and kyle and all them like you know like you do that for me and i'm very very grateful for that and i'm grateful for you too and you and kyle and everyone like you know helping me out when i'm in a a time of need like having a support group is just essential it is you know it's essential and you know people who who will love you and stick by you and help you out when you're down yeah or you know or when you did something dumb it's like they'd be like look man not chill but it's all good you know yeah understanding and then being like all right let's you know figure out ways to move fix this in the future and, and move forward and you yeah. know and everything and, and people that don't dwell yeah. on those sorts of things too like yeah you know it's like because i've you know like i remember in high school like you know i had people in my life where you know it was just it was toxic because they would just you know i would go to them with an issue and they're like oh no i won't judge you for this like i'll help you and then they do and then they just keep bringing it mm-hmm. up and they're like oh are you like oh you keep failing a test okay like you're gonna keep doing it and oh you failed another test typical andrew or that's yeah that's toxic you, yeah. yeah it's awful it sucks. It's, you know mm-hmm. it's really bad or yeah you know those are the people you need to not have in your life exactly you know? the people who constantly remind you of all your shortcomings and all your failures yeah. You know, and drill it in. Drill it in. Yeah. They that's, suck, dude. They suck. You know, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the definition of toxic, like, you know, uh, you, you got to surround yourself with people who uplift you and people who, you know, are going to stick by you and are going to be legit real friends. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. It's essential for anybody to have that group. And sometimes it's hard to realize when you're in a toxic situation. Yeah, um, you know, you have the horse blinders on. To- exactly, you know, and that's just what happens sometimes. But you got to realize it eventually and be like, look, dude, this ain't working for me. This ain't good. This isn't, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. Sick, yeah. Sick. I'm, stoked. I'm stoked on like that, like. Stoked. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start saying stoked. Nice, nice. nice. Um, so, yeah. all right, man, cool. Um, what else on oh, God? Or, yeah, go ahead. Well, I don't really have a whole. Uh, let's just like flow, I'll, let, I'll let you finish our piece on like this whole let's thing. Flow. I got let's something kind of funny I want to ask you. Uh, ask me that now. Like, I'm I don't have anything. Well, no, this has nothing. This question has nothing to do with what we've been talking about. This is just something I wanted to ask you. Yeah, no, ask me. Oh, so you're a surfer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you know, your people pretty well. Big surfer. Yeah. Yeah. 
how are you guys so good at the bongos dude my first pair of bongos like, i got it like age 12 yeah how are you guys so good at that we're good at bongos like, because all the surfers that i see on the beach yeah. like they play the bongos and it's like this is a jam dude like, it's I, a could, vibe, like, I could chill man. out to this like this it's, is like i could the, the, you, you would know. you would honestly fit in with the surfers a lot better than you think like, yeah, like I know, you've, like you've got a I lot mean, of that in you. Like I, I chill yeah. out with them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, bro, you would you know, buy with I, us huge. Yeah, but the reason I was, so... I was watching a, yeah, I was I was watching a show last night, and it was like it was making fun of surfers, but it was it was like wait, what show was it? Fun. I want to watch show. it. Regular show, dude. I regular show. It. Yeah, dude, it was like a bunch of like it was a bunch of surfers just like hanging oh, out. Yeah. Look that up, right. dude. It's hilarious. Like I think I think you'll find it funny. Like I mean, I, I need I, to watch it. I love regular show. Like I think you know, and maybe this is stretching it a little bit, but like I think the messages it carries and the writing is really solid. But it's also just the jokes are hilarious. If you look, like if you look it up, it's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that tonight for sure. Yeah, look up the regular episode. Regular yeah, show. Yeah, that's awesome. But I think the reason we're so good at the bongos is just because we are. Um, and this is my quote of the week. We're vibing, thriving, and staying alive, and bro, staying alive, and like vibing, thriving, and staying alive. I came up with that like yesterday. It was incredible. Nice. Yeah, I was just on the road going to the beach about to surf, and yeah. I was like, dude, yeah, you're I'm gonna vibing, stay thriving, yeah. staying alive, and shoot, yeah. man, that that's, dude, it's it's what it's all about. I think yeah. you know, surfers have it all figured out, okay, because it's all about the good stuff in life. You know, it's, it's, it's all about the, you know, surfing the good waves, staying stoked and just enjoying every day, you know, because like, you don't know what days are last, dude. And it's like, live it up, you know? And in yesterday, your case, it could have been yesterday. Bro, it literally could have been yesterday, but I did wake up thinking I want to get in a gnarly adventure today. I just yeah. had the itch, you know, and I scratched yeah. the itch pretty damn good. Dude. And like, I don't know, there's just something about the whole community of surfers that's just so uplifting and so positive and so you know just stoke inducing and it, it it feeds off each other like the more you hang around them the more you're like dude this is a freaking vibe man yeah. oh. i would get into surfing if the boards weren't so expensive and i live next to a beach yeah they're expensive yeah but like there's it, it's a pretty deals. big commitment it is a big commitment like when you buy a board it's like i'm committed you know my first board the 80 log that's that's a 400 dollars board yeah, but, like that's not. Yeah, I mean, you know, and my other board knew like it is like coin collect because when you build a uh, here's here's the no, really I'm cool saying part. it's not like coin collecting where you can not really. But here's the thing: like, it's a culture, right? The yeah. culture is so cool because you each build your quivers, you know, of different type of surfboards for different type of conditions. You have different spots, your different spots can create different swell. There might be some obstacles, some rocks, some reefs, some sandbars that create, you know, different or better waves. And there's a science to it. There's a, there's a real, you know, trial and error. And there's a real, like just knowledge based, you know, awesomeness is like, dude, I want to get into shaping boards. I think this is something I want to do. I want to get into shaping boards because the more you learn cool. about it, the more you can be like, all right, I want this characteristic and this characteristic from these two boards. How do I make a board that would like 
you know, be good in between. It's like, you can do that. You know, you can create, you can, you know, your craftsmen and boards are like a work of art when they're done correctly. And it's, dude, you can make some amazing, beautiful boards. And like, I think that there's a real art, like emphasis on art in the surfing community, whether it's surfing boards, man, like, dude, yeah. Some of these artists, like it's, it's crazy it's crazy and like if you go into a surf shop it's insane dude like you're overwhelmed by you know aesthetic right and the vibe of the place and the art that's hanging on the wall you know and every the, the the great thing is like everybody knows all the great surfers you know and they they saw what went on at pipe masters last year in hawaii and they saw you know kelly slater completely slam jimmy o'brien at like at backdoor i mean and and dude and you know all boils down to like the feeling that you get when you ride the wave and the culture that surrounds that experience it's primal because it goes back to the polynesians you know picking up surfing like as soon as they could find a log to do it and it's like it's evolved from it to it's just incredible it keeps evolving like the boards the techniques the styles the competitions people win big money at it now and yeah it's just it's cool it's home yeah (laughs) you know yeah i mean you know this isn't really the same thing but i mean like that's how i kind of feel about like record shops like yeah like you know it's the aesthetic it's the vibe it's like i love walking in and like you know, I remember like at our record shop in Charlottesville, like I loved going in there and like talking to the guy about music. And it was like, we both love vinyl and we both love music to like the umpteenth degree. And it's like, yeah. it's a culture. Yeah. Holy shit, voice crack. You're um, passionate. It's a culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, like it whole, is. Yeah. That, everybody's got to find something like that. You exactly. know, because you got to find your people. Yeah, the music community. I really oh, dig it too. Awesome. I dig yeah. it because it's like a bunch of people who are super knowledgeable about, you know, a bunch of things. But the thing is you can have a different opinion on, you know, the different styles that, you know, one artist might have had and been like, I thought this was good, but another dude might think, oh, it was not good. And we can debate that. And there's a yeah. lot of interesting conversations. There's a lot of, and the aesthetic of, you know, the music community, like it's so diverse too. It's and very it's, diverse. Yeah. I, I it applies to like too, almost yeah. every type of person, and that's what yeah. I love about music yeah. too. Like, you know, you can, you know, anything from like, you know, all the way from like early rock and roll to like modern day hip hop and rap and mumble rap, which is kind of shit. If I, it is me, but <laughs> like, you know, it's it's cool because it's like all different types of genres. You can just mm-hmm. you know, there's so much to dive into. Yeah, and it's like the community yeah. is like. The good community, the good part of the community is really awesome. There are bad parts where people judge you and think that their taste is above all and whatnot. But you know, one thing that the music community and the surfing community share in common is that feeling, you know, that you get when you listen to a song and you're like, holy shit, I love the song. Yeah. You know, it's stoke. That's what oh, the yeah. world revolves around exactly yeah and it's like what it's i like great. about the in what i like about the music community is that you can be as into it or as least into it as you want to be it's all about mm. what you want to do like yeah you, you know you get guys i mean 
I wouldn't say I'm like fully integrated into it. And, you know, it's like, you know, you get guys that ponder over every lyric and every note change and every chord change. It's like, what does this mean? This all has a meaning. <laughs> yeah. You know, the artist could the album tell you. And then you have people that are like, oh, yeah. That's catchy. a good song. <laughs> good song. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm one of those Stop people. trying to explain to me why Katy Perry is actually a, you know, anti-America, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and there actually are people like that, by the way. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it, it's cool because it's like, there's a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah. A little definitely. bit or a little bit of something for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. You know. I feel the same way. Like. I'm one of those people in the music community, at least. I'm like, yeah, that was a good song. I don't know how to dissect it. I don't know what about it. I don't yeah. know much about the people behind it, but I'm like, that's a good song, you know? Yeah. And that's something and the, that... The personalities in these musicians yeah. are cool. Yeah, like, it is. I mean, there's know, a story I mean, behind we, everybody. No, yeah. And they live some pretty fascinating lives. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is just a super random thought. And we can get back on track with what we were just talking about. But I saw this quote. I follow um, a couple philosophy pages on Instagram. And one of them, one quote said, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. I just thought that was really cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought I'd share with the class. (laughs) But anyway, back to music and stuff. Like, Dude, I, I don't know. And, and music is huge in the surfing community too. It's actually like huge. Yeah, like it's I would big... say that I'm, 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 I'm like I'm very into the whole surfing thing. Like, oh, obviously, but like I'm into it to the degree that I look at a board and I try to decipher who made it, why, and for what, what way the designs and what their vision for cut ca- like carving the wave was and how the hydrodynamics might work and this board versus that board you know what volume like what does volume do like you know what what how how to create you know really good waves um just the conditions you know and there's i I go on but like the point is there is i'm like really into it and like the music in the surfing community is super unique you don't really get it much anywhere else yeah Um, i mean it's a pretty you know you listen to a song it's like okay this is what surfers yeah and it's evolved you know along with the boards the styles techniques like the music has evolved too from the 60s i was actually watching today believe it or not endless summer like oh an iconic surfing film but it was filmed in like the the mid 60s when yeah you know oh yeah it was relatively new surfer films were big like especially Mm -hmm. like in the california scene it was massive yeah yeah it was huge and like dude you know it's it was so cool to see them discover all these places that now people are just like oh yeah you know jaws i don't know hawaii like we've always surfed that but to know that it took people who lived on you know on the shore pipeline like 20 years just to paddle out you know to get brave enough to do that to go out there i mean that way that wave is no joke like you people die at pipeline every year and you don't mess around there and there's a shallow reef and you get fucked up if you if you 
you know, drop and it'll throw you over the falls and everything. But like, yeah. just to think that people who lived there for so long were just, isn't that, isn't that how Dennis Wilson died? Yeah. He died surfing. What a legend, you know, rest wasn't it at pipeline or was it somewhere else? It was in California. I don't know exactly where, but it was SoCal. Okay. You know, maybe he was surfing Mavericks. Who knows? But you know, famous. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dennis. Apparently, there was a tsunami that hit California, and there's this guy um, called Ben Gravy on YouTube, and he. Yeah. I've, did yeah. you? Yeah, I love that guy. He, you know, he actually came a long way. Like his origin story is incredible. He was like this alcoholic dude, and like he, you know, surfing saved his life. Yeah. And and all that shit, but like he surfed. A tsunami. It was like one foot, a one foot tsunami, but it was a tsunami yeah. nonetheless. It was a tsunami. Yeah, I, I saw it was cool, but that on your Tinder profile. Hell yeah, it's a tsunami, dude. How big was it? Oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. You know, tsunami <laughs> with one foot. Or yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Good deal. Deal. And now the lull. Now let's the sit. Lull. Let's sit in it. Yeah, I'm hungry. It's about dinner time. A little past. A little past. Well, yeah, I yeah. eat. I'm going to Charleston tomorrow with some with some of my surfing friends and one of my sweet mates. It's gonna be legit. Oh, cool. I'll tell about it next week. We'll just have mindless yeah. chatter next week because yeah. we do we do bro. We had some yeah. controversial we shit had on some, this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, I, I never thought about the like the death penalty or like, you know, morality in the way that you just brought up. I had never yeah. thought about it that way. And I think it's yeah. so interesting. Like, oh, yeah, I've never thought if I put my, as much thought as I do into morality as I did in my studies, I'd be on the beans list. <laughs> so, <sighs> you know, but, it's a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, speaking about school, like. This week was nuts. I mean, I, I I was on top of it, yeah, but it was kind of crazy just how fast everything started and just yeah. how it threw you in, you know, and you were like, all right, oh, yeah. day one, I've got this, 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 and do it to do like by tomorrow. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I honestly feel that like I I don't know if I use my degree, but it's it's awesome to have because it's something I love. But at the end of the day, like Maybe I just want to shape surfboards. Yeah, you never you know? know how your life will turn out. I'd be totally happy doing that. Open up a little shop. Yeah, it'd be sick. But I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Dude, the musings of men have like, you know, part weed farm, you know, surfboard shaping shop, freaking uh, ice brewery. cream shop, brewery. Bro, we're gonna expand jazz all, clubs, jazz all that. club, dude, all under one roof. Yeah, exactly. All under one roof. Oh, dude, it'd be so sick if we just like, I don't know. Maybe that's the move. Maybe that's the move to California. I don't know. I think if if I were to do something like that, I would want to. I would want to like get together with y'all and yeah. like choose a location that would be good for all of the stuff that we want to do, and yeah. then just go there. Oh, yeah, we'd have a jazz bar, tattoo, surfing dispensary club. Yeah, dude. Oh, it'd be so sick. Oh yeah, dude. I Honestly, <laughs> if you want to open up, like, if in the future we wanted to get like a bunch of money together and open up like a surfers club, I'd be down with that. Really, jet? 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I'm like, if you guys like, you know, like if you I'm and so Kyle want to like, open up a like, like the bakery, like, yeah, you no. never know how life is going to turn <laughs> out. Like, yeah, you know, if I fail out of college, or if we all fail out of college, it's like, well, we, we have an option. Else, so <laughs> I can't honestly, go home. So you know, it's yeah. like. I mean, it, the thing is, like, life I'm is, not going back to Charlottesville. No, I'm not going back to Charlottesville. Um, no, I, no, no, no. I'd, I'd be, I'd rather be homeless on the streets of LA <laughs> than go back to Charlottesville. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to go back. No, but like, no, like, the thing is, there's so much options. There's so many exactly. things we can it's do, cool. and it's like we don't have to use their degrees. We can literally get out of college or drop out and be like, I want to do this. Let's just make this happen. And we yeah, can do it. You have to you learn know? how to. I mean, you have to learn how to do what you, you want to learn do, how to do like, some things. You know, it's you, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot more to it, but it's mm-hmm. like it's develop a plan. But it's honestly not that bad. And like, I mean, because these are the kind of things that like us, like we can do this. You know, yeah. if we if we really want something, and I honestly feel like the best option would the ideal situation would be like. We create something together and we just, and we, and we live it up and we love it and we just grow it and it's our thing. And we're, you know, we're sitting high and loving what we do every day. That's the most important part is loving what we do. Loving what we do. Yeah. And we could open up a coconut shop. That'd be sick. Sell like painted coconuts on the side of the road. We legit. Yeah, you probably have to be real proud of that. No, definitely. I'm like, <laughs> I actually saw it in the Keys. There's a ton of dudes who just do that. And some of the happiest dudes I've ever met, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I don't know. I've, I probably don't know where they are half the time, but they're like, yeah, man, I'm just selling coconut. <laughs> Dude, this is great. <laughs> oh, there's just so I'm much to here. life, man. And honestly, like, it's, it's, it's what we make it, you know? Yeah, and exactly. uh, oh. The possibilities, it, it, bro. In in like three years' time, when we're all fixing to graduate, yeah, that's when we can get like serious. Oh, we can get serious about this whenever, but like that's when but we're I gonna think, think you know, towards the end of you know? college and we mm-hmm. are like officially adults. Like, well, I mean, we are, but well, I mean, when we're on you know our own, I mean? on yeah. our own, yeah, on we're like all, on yeah. your own, mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah. yeah, and we can. You know, further consider the possibilities. Yeah. But I'm stoked for like that, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Bob? Um, I do not have anything else. No, sorry. I do not either. Do I we wanna continue. do we wanna wrap this up? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Quote of the week. Um, actually, media of the week. Andy, do you have a media this week? uh i do it is a film called the wild things dude tell us about it it, so it is a trashy murder mystery thriller nice it's all (laughs) tits and ass and you know with a really good plot it's just most of the women are topless so nice Nice. and it actually go it actually ties in pretty well if we were talking about like morality and oh wow who is justified because and i'm not going to give it away because it actually has like really good twists but um you know, it just it goes into like, is this person actually justifying what they're doing, or are they a bad person, or are they, mm. you know, this and that and whatnot? But yeah, That's I cool. highly recommend you check it out. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing with the class. Yeah. Um, let's see. Quote of the week. Um, 
vibing, thriving, and staying yeah. alive. And dude, whoa, yeah, I'm catch that on our merch. Absolutely, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, well, uh, who, who's your dude of the week? My dude of the week, the creepy ass Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. <laughs> Oh, that's insane. Yeah. See, my dude of the week is probably the dudes I met at the surf shop when I went in there yesterday to buy my board. They were just like, those are my people. You yeah, know, it's like those are my people. It's, it's what you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was awesome. They're just like, yeah, dude, like this is legit. You know, like, dude, we, yeah, like the waves are going to be awesome. It's going to be blown out the other day, but we're chilling, you know. Yeah, it's awesome, but they're really good people. So yeah. stoked on that. What's good your moment man. of the week? Going to Chuck E. Cheese with my family. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. We'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> for better or for worse. But. Yeah, for better or for worse. But uh nice. Yeah, what about you? My moment of the week is almost dying while surfing. Yeah, right on. So, you know, I'll keep that in mind next time. But yeah, so anything else? Nope, I got a plate of Chinese with my name on it. So, all right, and I got whatever's waiting in the dining hall. So, oh, oh good luck with that. All right, well, it's been great talking to you, man. It's been uh, good. Till next time, thank you all for listening to the Musings and Men podcast. Um, new episodes every week. Let's go. Hey, um, yo. No merch, no merch plug. But uh, anyway, uh, that'll, be, on, that'll be a little while. But that'll be know. that'll be a bit. But uh, check us out on Instagram at the Musings of Men. You know. And uh, just stay stoked. Be good. See y'all later. Bye.